0: Hi, my name's James. And my name is Corwin. And you're listening to This This Movie Is Gay. gay. That was nice. I don't know (laughs) if there's going to be a theme song there or before it. should definitely be a theme song right there. As of right now, you're listening to the first episode of This Movie Is Gay. We don't have a theme song, but it's probably going to be something from Seth Bogart. (laughs) Uh, gravy train hunks in his punks or something from that so if you're listening to this right now unless corwin tells me (laughs) otherwise that's the theme song you just heard
1: yes love that theme song it sounds so good
0: uh hopefully i have no idea
1: what any of it sounds like so
0: we're just going to assume it's good absolutely so introduction corwin you want to tell everyone about yourself a quick little blurb um,
1: I'm Corwin and I have a degree in theater performance and I enjoy
0: gay movies way more than the common person. And my name's James. I have an associate's from a community college <laughs> and Corwin always wanted me to watch gay movies and I make podcasts and I kept trying to get him to make one and I finally pitched him on this. I said, hey, let's just, watch these films in gay cinema and discuss them and finally he bit and i reeled him in i said i got a i got a big one right now it's a trophy one too and i'm excited guys (laughs) this is gonna blow up like sure why not
1: I, I i can talk about gay movies for a
0: bit yeah so. and you're every your sunday because you work tuesday through saturday <laughs> until i decide
1: to just quit my job like which i did probably happens soon i need
0: to get back to performing anyway hey at least while you're working there this can be your outlet you can perform here <laughs> I mean, I can perform. I mean,
1: I perform at work technically because I pretend like I like it. Oh, yes. So
0: (laughs) I was going to say each episode you could do you could reenact one of the monologues from a movie. (laughs) But this movie, there was zero monologues. (laughs) No,
1: there was just mostly gratuitous making out scenes and lots of blood. There
0: was not enough making out. Let's, no,
1: no. Yeah, yeah I agree with that.
0: Maybe a couple like two seconds of tongue on tongue, kind of romantic. It wasn't gratuitous at all. And then it stops. And it just felt if I were a gay man, I would feel uh, pent up and kind <laughs> of. I don't know the word for it. Feeling aggressive afterwards, thinking, hey, I needed some release. No one ejaculates in this movie. (laughs) Just pent up and frustrated
1: because the only thing flying is blood. Yes. And you need a lot more than that.
0: And some head.
1: (laughs) 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 Definitely some head flying in the movie. I mean, there was that moment in the very beginning.
0: um... Where, okay, well, first, let's, let's say we're watching 2004's Hellbent. You can get it on Amazon Prime for $2.99. It's also on YouTube for a very bad quality of it. You can literally see the pixel, like square pixels throughout the entire. I think someone just recorded a TV of it. They didn't know how to transfer files (laughs) from, like, oh, how do I convert this DVD into a file? They just filmed a TV.
1: I mean, I feel like this is around the time where we were moving over to DVDs, really. So this is more than likely recorded on um, film that goes to VHS. Like,
0: no, I've, I think this was very. I think this, the version we watched, probably wasn't. It was not DVD quality. <laughs> it said DVD rip, but uh, <laughs> it. I'm I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it might have looked very beautiful if we were watching it. On an actual authorized feed.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the quality of like those those actually older slasher films with uh, not old old but like um, yeah late 90s early 2000s yeah. slasher films with like Freddy Krueger and Jason and like that kind of like eerie quality to the um, to the camera. It um,
0: reminded me of two things. One. Choose your own adventure (laughs) videotapes. When you would choose your own adventure and you could on either a DVD or if you're playing it on video games, it's full motion, actual live people. And once you get to a scene, it says, oh, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? Also, it reminded me heavily of Disney Channel original movies.
1: Oh, yeah, Both, definitely.
0: And even the, the original score sounded exactly <laughs> like, Can we need to IMDB this, find the person who scored this movie, and if they had ever worked on a Disney movie... <laughs> I guess I know my Disney movies, Nicole. That's my girlfriend. She says I don't know any Disney movies just because I haven't seen things like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Sword in the Stone, uh, Space not- Jam, even though Space Jam's not a Disney movie.
1: It does, I, I feel like it does kind of have that film quality that those Disney movies do have. Um, but yeah, made for TV, totally what it feels like. Um, but again
0: it, it could have been the quality of what <laughs> I what downloaded yeah
1: definitely um but it is 2004 um that was a weird time um for everyone I'm sure um let's see cast and crew we were still George w Bush we were um aka the- my favorite president. <laughs> <laughs> He would have enjoyed this movie so much. He'd been like,
0: oh my God, what's he happening? probably does enjoy this movie. He's he's probably one of the five stars on IMDB. It's weird how we now think he's an okay like people have switched over and said, Yeah, he seems like a fun, okay guy. <laughs> but at the time he was Reagan-esque in uh punk rock and even rap music. Lil Wayne, remember his song Georgia Bush? You want to know how I remember that? Because everyone who found out that I listened to rap said, hey, oh, we're getting drunk right now listening to Georgia Bush by Lil Wayne. Do you want to hear that? <laughs> I, Your music interests are so much more
1: diverse than anything <laughs> that I know. And I literally have things that you, you'd be able to tell me. I'm just like, what? That's a I'm,
0: thing? I say... Right in the beginning, I love hunks and his punks, and then I say I also very much enjoy hardcore rap music, <laughs> except Georgia Bush by Lil Wayne.
1: All right, so I looked up this this uh, composer um, that we talked about five minutes ago. I don't see anything significant besides um, the Star Trek Conquest video game for the Wii in two thousand seven. Nice. There are a lot of these like seemingly strange made for tv movies though from the bridge documentary is this got oh it's a documentary for star trek too so he's just he's very interested in star trek
0: he's the go-to guy for gene rottenberry <laughs> is that star wars guy right uh, Roddenberry? I no, no, rottenberry i said rottenberry but <laughs> you did say rottenberry yeah. but no Rottenberry's
1: is star trek okay um, unless we just defended every single Trekkie. That- he got
0: jettisoned <laughs> into space, cremated. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a real story or someone on a playground told me that. That when he we'll, died, he got ejected into space.
1: We'll never know because we won't look it up at all. Just, we'll just assume.
0: Just think about being that big of a nerd and loving space so much and then you get rich enough to be launched into space when you die.
1: (laughs) It'd be much better than, like, what happened to all these characters after they died. They're just like, oh, our heads are being put in a closet.
0: Which, uh, right uh, right off the bat, they said they got cut so deep. They got (laughs) cut. He was so strong using an impractical weapon at this. A little sickle. Yes, he should have been using anything else. That it also looked very dull. I do a sickle is good for when you hold on to some tall grass and <laughs> kind of saw at it. That's the only thing it's have good you, for. Have you used a sickle in real life? Are you Yes. You have? Yeah you, I'm pretty sure some, I <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're pretty sure you've cut some grass with the sickle. That's I don't think it was like that curved of a sickle. Uh-huh. Like a meat hook as they call genitalia sometimes. <laughs> I think someone on this movie said something about a meat hook. Penis. I mean
1: the the bar was that called they go meat. to eventually was called meat. Yeah. So there were a lot of lot of references in there, and yeah, when they said they he was so strong they cut off their heads that. Their veins and throat were wide open. I know.
0: And I said, that is very (laughs) sexual for for someone to say their throat's wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the dude cut it. He's still hanging out. And then you get that visual of maybe the guy jammed it down the dude's open throat. (laughs) I mean, he could have. That first
1: death was definitely like just head hanging
0: out of the car,
1: chopped off position for a necrophiliac to just go
0: at it they referenced the four guys um Mm -hmm. we called one detective final boy the drag queen uh thomas middleditch one of the first one to die looked exactly like comedian thomas middleditch (laughs) and a bisexual man
1: bisexual man and yeah and i was just like the the young gay the The young, insecure gay was was what Thomas I was referring to. Yeah, yes, Thomas Middle ditch. But
0: they were saying, "Oh, what? What do you think he's doing with those heads?" And then one of them referred to, "Hey, maybe he's having sex with them." <laughs> I I mean, we never really saw anything about the villain at all. Besides, he's just a you know, creepy cruiser. A c- creepy cruiser. <laughs> uh, when Cru- they all position themselves to get some from him in the forest, super insane.
1: I know. I I've, I can't think of a slasher movie that I've seen. I mean, maybe you have because you've seen a lot more, I feel. Um, but I can't think of a slasher movie where you see the victims going and
0: propositioning
1: the villain. No,
0: maybe a Friday the 13th before they think he's a killer, they might say, ooh, someone's looking sexy because he's beefy (laughs) big beefy man in a yeah yeah in a hockey mask a goalie face (laughs) but besides that the the, it's never aggressively no and that was so aggressive and throughout the movie it is yeah every single time
1: he came up even though it's like oh this creepy guy is literally following us around everywhere it's like oh hey you've got muscles i don't know what your face looks like but hmm
0: but those mm. eyes were looking nice.
1: <laughs> sure. Eyes. Yeah. Had, that's mm-hmm, that's what I was focusing on. He
0: had piercing
1: black eyes.
0: <laughs> Creepy devil horns and carrying around a sickle on Halloween. I know. So, you shouldn't, yeah. unless it looks plastic, you shouldn't invite that coming towards you. <laughs> Technically, we as an audience were hearing a shing noise, which means they were also hearing a shing noise whenever he brought out the knife. It, Sickles don't have a sheath. No. And he's straight up carrying that around. And he's making that shing
1: noise. Yeah. By like, or like
0: he's intimidating. He has like stone, like a st- a slab of sharpening stone on his oh, leg. And he, he goes, was. Shing. I
1: mean, he was. Uh, there was one moment in a transition that he was like, you saw him using the whetstone on it.
0: Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I like, must have been doing notes. <laughs> it was straight up like. I think I saw that in the trailer, though. I uh, watched man, the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> When you sent me this movie, I looked at the trailer and said, "Yeah, this is the one we're going to do."
1: I was like, "I want to come in fresh." I was like, "What are some good slasher-gay movies since it's Halloween." Um, well, it's now just passed, but that yeah. was coming up and we're like, "Let's let's start off with these gay slashers because it is a it is a an interesting genre to have these gay movies in." Um, especially because, you know, you already have a lot of those big lifetime movies where the gay man dies for, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like um, The Normal Heart where the uh, love interest dies and all that. You've got these big emotional movies. So let's turn it on its head and watch a, a slasher where everyone dies. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. I was going to say what would be an even weirder movie genre for... Or a more unique movie genre for an LGBTQ film to be in. And I was going to say, oh, maybe a pro-NRA type deal. But then at the end of this movie, is kind of pro-gun. He says, I cannot kill this guy unless I have this gun. He runs, grabs that gun, and hey, guess what? It saves the day. Even though
1: he's only got, you know, a couple shots in, and for some reason his gun's not locked up even though his dad was a cop and everything. I don't understand all that.
0: It's in a little... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to that was something of that I had as a child. I'm pointing at it right now. There's no lock. It's plastic and easily opened. But I guess if you don't have children around, you really don't need it locked up. Yeah, but like, what if what if Creepy
1: Cruiser... You know, we obviously see that he was in the apartment before. Oh Creepy yeah, Cruiser could have definitely just gone into his closet and been like, "Oh, there's a, there's like, there's a gun in this clear plastic
0: tote." Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> or I think he had it wrapped up in, or previously he had it wrapped up in his father's cop pants. Yeah, but he was
1: he was wearing those, yeah. so it was just straight up on top of his father's like black and
0: things. Did he want, so it, later on in the movie, this just clicked, did he want to remove when he said, hey, turn around, thinking his room was messy, that's what I, the uh, first guy said? I forgot what I wrote down initially, I did put something down, maybe, oh, turn around and then I told Corwin, he just turns around and Detective Final Boy rips out his pubes, I was thinking maybe it was... Uh, <laughs> Like, hey, I need to get ready or takes a wet wipe and rub some stuff off. But I think he then took off shoes. Yeah. Maybe those were his dad's shoes and he didn't want to it would be weird having sex in your father's clothes, even though he was wearing the (laughs) pants and shirt. Yeah, he
1: was still wearing most of the clothes. I don't I don't know what that function of that turnaround was. I didn't see anything that like he needed to do besides he kicked like a little bit of clothes under his
0: bed. Yeah, he just kicked the shoes. So but they never said anything about his dad's shoes. So I have yeah. no idea what that could have been. I,
1: I feel like it was literally just a function for the the romantic interest to go to the window and find the, the ID with blood on it. Yeah. Uh for the the drag queen when the drag
0: queen died. He could have, you know, kicked his dad's picture <laughs> underneath they could have done so much I don't know. i I was like,
1: I was, yeah, I was very confused by that. I was like, why why is he making him turn around oh, he, he just takes his shoes off and then he like, you know, unbuttons the rest of his shirt to be like, oh yeah, I'm sexy here with yeah. my my chiseled esque uh, abs mm-hmm. um, if
0: you guys know tweet at us, we don't have a Twitter handle right now, <laughs> but you'll find us. It'll be in the description if you know why he wanted to turn around. So you should definitely watch this movie, 2004, hellbent. See a guy turn around, then other guy rips out his pubes. Yeah, just straight up, big old handful of pubes, rips them out. I have trichotillomania, which means I pull out my hair and I pull out my pubes. (laughs) To prevent a bald spot up top, if I'm at home, I'll never at work. I wasn't ripping out pubes there but just at work in the cubicle just like yep gotta rip them out yep. it's okay it's okay hey guys 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 trust me i just took a shower my penis is clean <laughs> i you
1: know no one's gonna use this keyboard after i just I, you know
0: i wipe it off it's fine yeah. it's fine it's good uh <laughs> the hair's clean too i don't have crabs i'm good <laughs> crabs outbreak break it <laughs> At work because there are pubes in the keyboard. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> that's when disgusting. In high school, my keyboard was felt like matted, but that's only because I had long hair. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing audio production in high school, I would be at my computer all night just yanking out my hair. And if you popped up a, one of the keys, you would just see hair long strands caked in there oh that must
1: have been hell for those like air cleaners oh no i never
0: i never used one of those can't even use them it's just like i would have had had to pop off half of the keyboard in order to because i would have needed maybe bend a paper clip and kind of hook out a bunch of hair just get some like some tweezers yeah just pull it out it's fine underneath my bed on the wall because my bed was up against my wall, that was caked full of long pieces of hair, too. It was disgusting. It's all from, like, stress and stuff, though, right? I have no idea what it's from, because even when I'm doing that dank CBD oil and I'm not anxious, <laughs> I'm still uh yanking out hair. I think it's, uh, I need something to do with my hands.
1: You get fidget spinners. Um, oh, yes. Or those, like, I like those little boxes that have, like, the buttons and stuff on yeah. them um one of the things i used to do actually i wear rings sometimes and there's a ring that has like chain i can't Um, i can't do
0: rings either because i'll mess with that to the point where uh where you know your two fingers meet in between you know if you had like webbed feet and hands at the base of that will start bleeding because i just like dig it in
1: i mean we do we do have technically webbing because that's you know evolution two of my feet are two of my toes are webbed for real just straight you're a great swimmer then get I
0: was on just, swim team. <laughs> I have pictures of lil me and a speedo.
1: <laughs> you're going to give
0: Michael Phelps a run for his money. Oh, just man, go for it. Speaking of dank CBD, Michael Phelps. Oh, what? He smokes the ganj. Oh, did he get in trouble for that at the Olympics? No, I don't pay any attention no, he, to anything. He, in between he got into like there was criticism of of him saying yeah i smoke weed it's not a performance enhancer uh-huh. so why would you guys even care speaking of weed i did have a note when they start smoking weed at the end they were kind of like oh are we going to do this are we not they start oh, yeah. smoking weed and i said does weed make you horny i mean i
1: I don't know. I'm not a weed expert. i i feel like I feel like there could be some aspect
0: to that. Maybe I don't know. Don't quote me on that. The That's, few times I've gotten high as a straight edge person, weed just makes me giggle and think my cousin Joe. He's got up and started dancing like Usher to the song "Yeah" while driving <laughs> our father's minivan. That's a real story. (laughs) He became 3D dimensional animated and started dancing to yeah. So you just started like seeing everything. Yeah. Okay, great. That weed, I do think looking back at it might have been laced. Or I just, I was also in (laughs) the sixth grade. Oh my God. 12 year old little James smoking up. Terrible,
1: terrible. I, I was super straight edge and like. Oh, after that I was co- I was, I've, I didn't even touch weed until like late late college, um, and even then it was like few and far between. I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't like that feeling. I want to be myself.
0: I was smoking weed at twelve, and I'm I'm okay. Look at me, I'm a semi-successful person, <laughs> but I never drank because guess what? If you drink. That's the gateway drug. Studies have shown. Have you seen these studies, Corwin?
1: (laughs) I haven't seen any studies. I'm excited to see these studies (laughs) about drinking. It says alcohol is more of a gateway drug than weed. I mean, it makes sense. That's what most people are like peer pressured into drinking. You rarely see people nowadays that are like, I mean, our age and everything that are like sober and stuff. Um, Which talking about that, the drinking and smoking and everything, um, I think one of the things that this movie tried to do um, was, like, you know, typically Slasher. It's like, oh, yeah, you've got the virgin, but then they're going to have sex, so they're premarital sex, and it's a sin, so we're going to kill them off for that. Like, this movie didn't really follow that um, at all because it's like, oh, they're gay. They have all had sex, whatever. Yeah. Um, But it did, like, the bisexual dude was getting, he was taking a lot of drugs and getting really high, and that was, like, his downfall. Yeah. Um, Sort of thing, so we kind of saw that, which i think is why this movie went out of um by the way it was a f- one of the first um gay slasher films that went out of like um the film festival circuits and and actually like went and had yeah. a short run in theaters and was actually like you know sort of successful and it kickstarted a a trend for these uh gay slasher movies so that they could be popular
0: um which, so we saw uh, you better believe we're going to be doing more of these. <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: do more of these. And then I'm going to make James watch some really, really sad ones. And then some cinematographically beautiful movies. Um, because LGBT movies have a lot of different, you know, styles. It's just, they're just movies that have prominent LGBT characters. So you've got a lot of different styles of them. And you've got a lot of different things. But since they're not as well known, a lot of them are lower budget. So... They tend to be bad. And those are the ones that I like the best because I'm like, oh, yeah, give me terrible writing. Give me terrible stuff. Yeah. Um, But I do find occasionally some that are like super good um, that stick with me that I like to force people to watch.
0: I'm kind of iffy on the super good ones. I want to see the bonkers (laughs) ones. But I told, I already told Corwin this. I said, my favorite gay cinema film is Chasing Amy. brilliant brilliant you want to know the first gay movie i ever saw what (laughs) (laughs) meatspin.com
1: that's a super important gay movie for everyone to experience please never go there uh if If it's still up
0: (laughs) it is still up but it'll give you like it's still the same exact thing but now it has viruses attached to it
1: How? i don't know
0: someone someone got to it and it my avast will say, yes, I've done this recently to see if it's still there. It will say, oh, please, there's a Trojan attached to this. <laughs> please oh, do not open But, this. hey, sorry, uh, I'm not seeing a Trojan on either of those ding-dongs. <laughs> I see no viruses, um, so it's fine,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot. I think one that you will really enjoy that's, terrible um but i just i really like it it's called uh monster pies okay um and it's like it's basically like sort of romeo and juliet and it's set in like australia and instead of romeo and juliet you've got like the werewolf and uh dr frankenstein or something i I am Uh, yeah it's (laughs) it's it's so bad but some of the like uh character portrayals that are in there are um they really like speak to me and i really love them so i like to make people watch it and make them cry because it is a it is a huge
0: tearjerker yeah um which well my goal for this podcast is to see As many gay movies so I can get all of the references in not another gay movie. (laughs) The movie. I haven't even seen
1: that movie yet. So I guess I need to watch through that and be like, okay, what's this reference from so that we can go
0: through? I'm guessing it's not any references. (laughs) I don't think that's... I I don't think they really worked on that movie, at least from what I've seen of it.
1: They're just like, let's just... You know, we're just gonna do some pop culture gay club references. That might be what it is. Um, so then we just need to go to Urban Dictionary and <laughs> and, and like scroll through every single time they speak. Um, which that movie is is super interesting looking in that it is just raunchy and gratuitous. And it, I mean. I hope. <laughs> Not another gay movie. I mean, it's the same kind of concept as, uh, you know, scary movie and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, which, oh, back to the um, no one has hit on, like, the villain. Didn't um, that one girl in Scream, did she do that a little bit?
0: Which, which was like, oh, no, scream. Mr.
1: Ghostface, don't murder me. Blah, blah. I mean, that's I mean, sort of. I mean, that's.
0: Are you thinking Scary Movie or Scream? I'm thinking Scream, right? Oh, uh, I mean, I think in Scary, in movie, scary movie for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But
1: what's that? She played Paige on Charmed. Oh, I don't know oh, what Charmed. Oh, I know. Um, the new Charmed or old the, Charmed? The old Charmed. She, she was Paige. Rose McGowan is her name. Um,
0: really quick with that phone over there.
1: No, I got Rose McGowan without looking up on the okay. phone. Okay. I'm just looking up Scream to make sure she's actually in the movie and not I'm not just like, oh yeah, Rose McGowan in
0: Scream. But I think she is. I think she is. Yeah, she's totally in it. Well, let's let's get into notes. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie opens with a guy looking for George. They are in the middle of the woods. And they have a bunch of balloons. Why do they have those balloons? (laughs) I don't know. I think he said, these are my mom's. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, my mom's balloons. Just go home and give her the balloons. And what are the balloons for? Oh my God, she she has to bury a child in the morning whose throat is wide open. (laughs) And all her balloons are stuck in the car. Like, what's she going to do without those balloons? And was George trying to pop the balloons in the beginning? It looked like he had like a little pin trying to pop them.
1: He like, he like, it was, you know, the a cool jump scare um, with this guy in the woods holding balloons, which reminded me of like it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is happening right now?
0: But times 20
1: because there are 20, (laughs) 20 whole balloons. Um, And then he was, he was trying to pop them. I think he ended up popping like one or two. um, And then it, you know, cut over to them having makeout session in the car, which I was like, yeah, nice. Let's get into this.
0: I also thought this was kind of a classy movie. Because he's just like rubbing his foot, like giving him a foot massage instead of just going straight to oral or, and at first I thought when he started leaning back, I thought he was getting a blow job, but no, I, he was giving him little f- feet tickles. Yeah. He was like tickling his feet. Like, are you, are you ticklish? Are you ticklish? And So this is a tickle movie. One thing, have you ever seen that HBO documentary about tickling? No, no, I have not. There's a documentary, and one of the towns they talk about is Muskegon, Michigan. That's the town I am from. It's <laughs> I haven't seen the documentary, but I've gleaned this from other people who I know from Muskegon is Muskegon has, like underground MMA. I mean, not underground, but amateur MMA uh-huh. stuff. And I know someone whose sister's boyfriend, did a tickling video in order to make a bunch of money however the people who pay money for this kind of keep them and use it for blackmail of saying you will keep making these tickling videos or I'll tell your family about these which now like who cares I'm if it's getting me some fame I'll be tickled. I don't care. I'm like, hey, just give me some money. I'll
1: give you your little fetish videos. Oh, you're gonna try to bockmail me about it? Good luck. I'm
0: self-employed. I'm, <laughs> I made the tickling video in the first place. What, what do yeah. you think? Who cares? I'm yeah. making that green. My family's gonna be proud of me. That I'm <laughs> self-employed.
1: That's what my <laughs> my roommate, uh, one of them was like, oh yeah, when we we're just like broke as broke as hell and you're quit your job and everything we're just gonna start selling feet
0: pictures yeah why not i've truly thought about except like i don't have i would need to work on my abs but i have really thought about becoming a camboy of just you know we're gonna get raunchy on this just you know making a video where i ejaculate on my stomach why not if that'll get me some Sell coins, <laughs> we're
1: we're below we're broke millennials,
0: like yeah. trying to trying to make money, and all my job would be is working out and keeping protein in my body, and sometimes masturbating <laughs> on myself. I already do that; just I use a tissue. <laughs> Getting protein in your body, making protein
1: leave your body—you know, it's just a cycle so that we can exploit people to get money yeah that's that's it that's totally it yeah
0: nicole would wake up and just hear and she'd be like what's going on with james and then comes in and i'm like hey I'm just at the office, Nicole. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just making us some scratch. That's it. I just made $500 in this second. You want to know what? Next time, catch me in it. I, I saw a boost in coin. <laughs> that would be... Or wow. token. Like, I think they're called
1: tokens. Just, just a, you know, even an hour-long video at $500.
0: What? Yeah,
1: why... I mean, Kim Kardashian did it, right? Yeah, and she (laughs)
0: made millions. She's just famous now. I made a song, a rap, about a cam girl, and it is my most popular song because I I tweeted it to her, and she actually saw it, retweeted it, and said, this is fantastic. (laughs) And in one day, which normally my songs cap out at 22 views, this had... 1.1 1.1 thousand views wait your songs all cop out at 22 views yeah are they all like that oh my yes unfortunately <laughs> no one listens to my music i don't know what's wrong with it
1: well when you send it to me you send it to me like via slack i think or facebook or something like yeah. so i don't go anywhere to look at it it's just like you sent me the clips well on facebook you would You'd be bumping those views up. But it's, You need to send it to me on Facebook. That way I can okay. bump up your views so you'll
0: have 23 views on yes. Facebook
1: instead uh, of 22.
0: There are, I do these things called podcast raps where I sample other podcasts for the intro, hook, and outro. Because guess what? I don't like writing hooks. And <laughs> those ones are also popular because one of them was featured on... I sampled a popular podcast, and then they have a pro version. It's a Hollywood handbook. Mm -hmm. They have a pay version. And on a pay version, they're always just trying to eat up time. Yeah. And there was kind of a lull, and one of them said, Hey, have you ever heard that that rapper that samples us? And they said, No. (laughs) And then they just played a song and critiqued it for like a minute and a half. From your yeah, Yes. Oh, they, oh, my God. Yeah, so that one, <laughs> technically, my biggest fans are watchers of cam girls and listeners of a very weird podcast. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. That's the perfect audience to start to build um, yeah.
1: because you've got the cam girls, which works into our slasher films yes. um, here. And I'm sure we'll watch more slasher films that are even raunchier than this one because I this hope. one had like... This one was like, oh, we want messages. We want it to be like artistic, but also we want it to be like, you know, a slasher.
0: One of the biggest messages, they just say it flat out was, I don't like condoms, but they keep you safe. Yes. Very important. I don't like
1: condoms, but they keep you safe. That was... He said it to
0: himself.
1: And then right after that, he got stabbed. So what's the message here? He lived. So I guess we
0: need to definitely promote condom he'll live in fear and probably difficulties of being stabbed right through the chest however he will not live with aids hiv no he'll he'll be he'll be fine
1: because he believes in condoms which is
0: very important man that sickle should have had a condom
1: I feel like it was already dull enough that, like, yeah, that it just would have completely stopped everything.
0: If it was sheathed in a condom instead of going shink, it would just went, (laughs) it would have went like (laughs) that's a great sound effect. Or it would have just sounded like rubbing two balloons together if it wasn't pre lubricated. (laughs) Just (laughs) (laughs) all
1: right. What was your favorite death in the movie?
0: They were all kind of tame, like, there wasn't. In other slasher movies, they're set pieces when it comes to a death. Like, Jason goes to hell. There's someone, like, gets stabbed through the chest while, uh, like, going cowgirl on someone in a tent. Oh, yeah. And then he yanks it up and just her like organs fall out on the guy. Yeah, this one, since it was decapitation, it was just like, oh, yep, here's yeah. a headless body with a lot of blood. I think the first one and the bisexual guy. The bisexual, the first one, yeah, definitely with the
1: the guy hanging out his head out the window. That was so, I, I did like that death a lot just because it was like, he was like looking up to the moon and the stars and he's like, oh, this is beautiful. And then like, oh, there's a masked man cutting yeah. my throat. And While he, I might be may or may not be getting a blowjob or my feet tickled, yeah. which that was also funny because of all of the the mother's balloons in the car, yeah, actually blocked the guy's the guy in the car his view from the killer. So you know he could have he could have no he wouldn't have lived. The killer knew he was in there, but
0: was were the balloons symbolic of anything? Wonder if maybe the balloons symbolized condoms they they're it's a very pro condom movie maybe they did it's a it's a pro unlocked guns
1: in your cabinet and condoms movie (laughs) that's that's the message here this
0: is a right-wing movie they love guns and safe sex even though it would be more abstinence but for a gay movie this is as right-wing as you'll get there's I mean there's there's some
1: more messages from right wing that you can throw in there if you want to. Um I will let people
0: infer that. Okay, so I wrote that this is a fantasy movie because there is no town this gay. I mean it was wasn't it West Hollywood? Is we that we only find that out at the end of the movie yeah. when they go to the police department after he after the creepy cruiser follows him into that alleyway. Yes. Also, how are you going to want to have sex after almost dying?
1: Almost, I mean, you got some adrenaline stuff, but I I mean, I would be weirded out by that sickle being stabbed in my fake eye. Oh, yeah. Like, straight up. Like, you, I'd be like, are there some glass shards in my eye? I'd be like, nah, man, I this, the mood has been
0: done. I wrote down glass eye technology because you said, <laughs> that's a very advanced glass eye I don't understand what's going on there it looks real and it's moving with him
1: yeah I I, like I feel like that was just definitely I feel like they were just like yes this is totally glass but not really yeah um because there was only one moment where the the eye looked like not real at all and I I feel like artificial eye technology in 2004 is not that advanced but I'm no expert, so. <laughs> I know on the Wikipedia, like, scrolling through this, there are pictures of, like, the little uh, eye things. Oh,
0: because th- one of them was a movie poster.
1: Oh, it actually says, one reviewer found the serial killer's fetishization of the hero's glass eye funny and intriguing.
0: I don't think it was funny. Fetish side uh, like it is in his mouth at the end. I, yeah,
1: I feel like that does throw into a little bit of a fetish for it because he does like you know he he uses the hard nose on the mask. It looks like to pop that eye out into his mouth. I thought
0: he was using his finger, but maybe not. Well, because
1: I... he had one hand on the sickle and the other hand was holding um what's his face? Oh yeah, like yeah, your arms. Right. So like it's like what did he use? And he it looked like he just used that that hard piece on the nose to like yeah. pop it out into his mouth that he held onto the entire time that he was struggling and the entire time he was trying to murder the love interest and <laughs> the entire time he got shot in the head. Yeah.
0: I think I felt it more of you are now marked. I'm going to get you back. And you're going to have to see me again if you want this back. Yeah. We're kind of like a Halloween 2 type deal. I
1: did feel like very Halloween-esque with this, um, which is fitting that we watched it now since the new Halloween movie came yeah. out. Um, but yeah, it was just this ominous presence just chasing them around. So if there was a Hellbent 2, um, that
0: lead could just do it again and be like, ah, this this man we get a new halloween-esque hellbent too it's just him very withdrawn from society thinking he's going to come after him again and also wanting that clearly very expensive eyeball because that technology but (laughs) that super advanced 2004 technology that again, this is fantasy. This is a side yeah, I fantasy. Mean,
1: I mean the only thing that took me out of the fantasy is is that uh, that house phone that they had. It's oh, like no yeah.
0: <laughs> I once I saw him like go over and like push a button and I was thinking, what is he doing? But once I started hearing that beep, it, it you're took like, me back yeah, to you're like, <laughs> that time where, hey, you have a cordless phone. You can't find it. You got to click the panic the call button. button and
1: it's it's going off somewhere on the yeah. couch. you going to find it. Yeah, that that definitely did take me back to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I don't feel like this is I mean, it definitely is early 2000s, but there were some aspects of it that I was like, what? Like the, one of the first guys looked like he had like a, like a curly mullet. And I was like, that's, that's, that's not 2000s. That's, that's not that
0: uh, decade. What what are we doing here? Maybe they, they were, I think they were trying to make this timeless. They always thought cordless phones were going to be in. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I don't think any of those people had cell phones. Oh, no. Actually, the
1: the the lead, the protagonist didn't even know that any of his friends were dead until the oh, very yeah. end. He was like, walking I, through the I apartment, like, hello?
0: Even in the end, I don't think he knows that they're dead. No, he did, because the heads fell out on oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was his moment of, oh, my friends are all dead. What I love about that is... Thomas Middleditch uh the shy young. yeah, yeah. Uh, still had
1: the padlock
0: on. Well, that and also he was like an actual head. The mm-hmm. others were photoshopped in of their actual heads whereas Thomas Middleditch <laughs> was a prop head, a yeah. physical head that you could hold, which I guess because it fell on top of him that makes sense And the other two they they're they're thinking, "Oh, we can just superimpose them into this scene. <laughs> we don't need to make a brand new head. I didn't even realize that. I was just paying
1: attention to the padlock still around his neck. <laughs> I was like, he's decapitated. Why does he still have that? Like it should have just come off at that point. And when that happened um, with putting that padlock on him, that was very confusing for me um, because I didn't understand that character's like death and like the message behind it or anything. Cause it's just this, the young insecure gay guy and he, finally got the number from the guy that he liked and then he was murdered. But whenever the protagonist was like, whenever they were leaving their house to like go out and or the restaurant to go out and have fun, he just stuck a chain and a padlock on him. He was like, you got to come home or, or this isn't
0: coming off. It's like, what, what was the point of that? I don't, I, I was also writing. So I would, I was writing notes and I felt, I was thinking maybe I missed something, but, I clearly didn't. If no, you don't either, I was like, "What?" I mean, you want to know what? Let's pause the recording. Let's rewatch the entire movie. <laughs> Maybe we'll get we'll get Thomas Middleditch's whole story. <laughs>
1: it was just one of those things where it's like it for me. For a second, it felt like I guess he was like the he's like a protective older brother type because he definitely the Thomas Middleditch character seemed like the the youngest of them.
0: Halfway through the movie, I was thinking, "Are they related?" Because it seemed like it.
1: Since they, I mean, I don't think they were related. I think they were just like roommates and everything. And, you know, you always have like the young one that you like take under your wing. And um, I mean, in my case, it's usually me. I'm usually the, the young one around older gays. And they're like, let's let's protect this one. Yeah. Um, so I think hey. that, was,
0: that was that. Trust me. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> now, uh, all
0: of my roommate situations, I've been the oldest, but the youngest was like two feet taller than me so it was we were all, kind of felt all on the same level playing field It's like
1: yeah except yeah except
0: when rent came around then i
1: was the adult that's yeah and actually that's in all of my roommate situations here in chicago that's what it's been too it's like i'm the one because usually i'm the one that has like the name on all the utilities and stuff so yeah. it's like Hello, this is your adult
0: Corwin here. Oh, I wasn't on any utilities <laughs> or the lease, but I was the one who saved money.
1: You're the one like, yes, this is being taken care
0: of. The others were just blowing money on cigarettes and Tahitian Sunrise. That's a <laughs> caffeinated fruit punch from around Michigan. <laughs> I. That sounds delicious. I want some Tahitian Sunrise. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I used to sell it when I worked at Dr. Pepper. You worked at Dr. Pepper? Yeah, I was a merchandiser.
1: Oh, that's one of the people that goes around to the stores and like- Stocks the shelves. Stocks the shelves and stuff. I worked
0: there for a year, but after about three months, the sales rep that I worked under demanded I got a dollar raise because I was clearly, since I was constantly stocking his shelves, Uh I was making, I I think I was making that dude bank Uh because everything was always constantly stocked. I cared about my job. He would order way too much shit. <laughs> and also, I think I was doing him a favor because I would... Other people would just stack it wherever. Mm-hmm. I would stack it by flavors. I would yeah. organize by flavors, Uh, not just... If, it, if there was Dr. Pepper and Diet Dr. Pepper, those would be next to each other. So yeah. it was very easy for him to do inventory. So I was probably making him bank and letting him one time i i do i loved this dude he was a very nice guy but don't order a fuck ton of stuff and make someone put it away and then you at 1 p.m say hey i'm like my shoes yeah they're nice golf shoes i'm gonna head out early today to go golf <laughs> don't do that to someone hide it change in the car change at the golf course
1: not only does he not hide it he points it out to you he's like hello
0: poor person i was just thinking oh those are some very vibrant bright orange shoes and then he says they're golf shoes you want these too bad i'm going golfing in them
1: (laughs) you're poor stocking the shelves i will be golfing but
0: i appreciate him demanding that i got a dollar raise
1: yeah that is that is nice
0: can i start just rattling off some notes yeah rattle off your notes because we are getting around uh maybe 50 minutes recording yikes uh the when they first in that car were they listening to a nirvana song i have no it sounded like a
1: rip off nirvana if it was not nirvana i just i just like tune out all music um (laughs) i'm just like what there's there was music there i know there was which Um, is a good good job
0: Unless this song starts with a chorus line, you d- it seems like you do <laughs> not care. I'm just like, what? Is This
1: is this Hamilton? I, no, you no love
0: thanks. Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Well, oh, I love. I saw it. Nicole and I saw it. I don't think I told you that.
1: Oh, nice. Did you love it?
0: Did you love it? You it, loved it. We both felt <laughs> it wasn't worth the money. Uh huh. But it's great. However, the soundtrack is the soundtracks trumps it. Yeah. I mean, and
1: Hamilton's one of those that, um, is pretty much sung through. Yeah. There's like two moments in the whole show that are not literally on the soundtrack. Yeah. So you can just listen to the soundtrack and you're like, all right, I got the musical. But again, I do like tune out all me. Mu- I, I like music. I like hearing it in the background and everything, but I'm the worst person ever in like remembering any lyrics and rema And, even for movies, too. I, I'm terrible at remembering specific dialogue. I'm terrible at remembering um, like specific music, but I'm good at like remembering like the details, the theme, the like the like story mm-hmm. and the way it goes. Um, but as far as like those details,
0: I'm like, what? that yeah. that happened. I'm also terrible with lyrics to the point, even my own lyrics. when my <laughs> friend MC Deep and I, Tyler BergQuest, when we started performing, I never wrote things to be performed. I wrote them to be recorded huh. and we would do some of his songs from his group, deep swish. They're no longer active, but then one of my songs would come on. And once like the, like the beat starts, I would like lean away from the microphone and just in his ear shout, what's the first line of this song? <laughs> and he would say, it's this to the point where now I have, well now since I do them solo, when I perform, I need places to breathe. So every four bars is th- my my lyrics. So uh-huh. one, I have a place to breathe, and two, so I remember the lyrics <laughs> and where I'm going with the song. You just need like a
1: teleprompter
0: set up oh, in front of no, you. I've so I thought about like, it.
1: Just literally just um this is me, James, performing. Um oh, no. karaoke style. <laughs> no, I also
0: will pre record stage banter because <laughs> that it makes me not Remember the lyrics. If I'm trying to yeah. think of what I'm going to be saying, yeah, I do a thing called Yardapalooza every year. It's in Muskegon, Michigan, mm-hmm. and it, MCD puts it on. Last year, I was making it sound. I pre-recorded myself and made it sound like a robot talking, uh-huh. and it was saying in ten thousand something years. I literally said ten thousand something years in the robot voice. Everything has changed. All all traditions are out the window. There's no more holidays except yardapalooza. <laughs> and so, but like every other two songs, I would have that interstitial, so uh-huh. I would have a chance to breathe, and I didn't need to pre-record any stage banter.
1: So you should just like you should just start recording music that would be good for like drag shows or something. That way, you can just have queens performing your your stuff. Ooh. Um, And, like, they don't actually have to know the words. They just have to know what
0: to mouth for the words. They would love, like, one of my lyrics, smoking hash, ash, cash that, huffing free (laughs) on out of glad rap trash
1: bags. I mean, I have a friend, um, Joan Waters, that performs in the city. um, And a lot of her stuff is stuff that she's actually recorded. And it's very, like, a lot of it's very, like, um, tuned. Uh, It's got that kind of robotic feel to it in a lot of places and stuff. So, like when you were talking about that and like having the the audio recorded already, I was just thinking of her like performing. I'm like that would be that would be good.
0: I don't think any of my hardcore rap music would, (laughs) but that would be a change. Yeah. Oh, Corwin, I I think I found out how I'm gonna get some fans. Yeah, just. I will challenge drag queens to use my music successfully and hopefully I get one who's big headed and says, of course I can do that. And even if if the audience doesn't like the performance, maybe they'll like the music and ask, what's that... Uh That aggressive rap song that was just... You should
1: just get a queen that's good at performing and have good music. So that way it's just like
0: raking in the money. Okay, yeah. Raking in the cash. I Someone on another podcast that I do, a fan, listened to my music and said, oh, I was not expecting (laughs) this out of the weirdo on the (laughs) podcast. I mean,
1: (laughs) that... That makes that makes sense. Yeah, but again, it's stuff that I tune out.
0: But oh, your notes, your yes. notes. Uh, what else do we got? They the couple in the with the balloon car. They said <laughs> we're, we're
1: stuck g- on the very beginning <laughs> opening <laughs> scene. Uh, of when in the
0: balloon car. <laughs> I, they said we're gonna get busted, and th- they should have said more like we're gonna bust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was. He was popping those
1: balloons, but then the balloons got in the way, and that's why he was hanging out of the car. Makes sense. Makes sense.
0: One of the oh, so actually, one of my favorite deaths was Thomas Middleditch because he put over the trick or treat plastic bag. Bag, Yeah, yeah to cut his to yeah, cut his head I, off. I enjoyed that. And he was just like carrying him.
1: I think I like the the um, the bisexual guy's uh, death, like you you mentioned before, because. Um, Literally, he gets stabbed on the dance floor and yeah. no one, no one notices. The funny thing about it is like at the end when his like headless body falls, like no one is dancing around them, which mm-hmm. in a club that tight, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um. Like, I don't, you've, you've been to clubs that are like that. It's like there's, there's no standing room like
0: that. I've, n- no, I don't go to clubs. I've well, never been to a club. If
1: you ever go to a club and see that, like there's, there's. When it's busy like that on Halloween, where there are people all over the street and stuff like that, there's no space in there for that. So that wasn't really that, like...
0: Oh, I was going to ask you this. Does this movie... Is this movie an accurate representation of gay culture? (laughs) I mean, all of the characters hitting on the villain and being like, hey,
1: yes. Okay. Definitely accurate there. That was... I was like, yeah, yeah, I could... I could see, I could see doing that, or or see a friend doing that. Like that's, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with like the nihilism from like that's kind of popping up, uh, with uh, millennials nowadays because of the political stuff and all that. Um, we're seeing like a lot of, um, we're seeing a lot of people that are like yeah, go ahead, murder me. Who cares? Yeah, like, um, just like sort of the attitude, but obviously, I mean, we do care, and we're like, no, we need rights. and yes, um all that stuff. um, but definitely the drag queen before <laughs> before her death, like going and chasing a guy down an alley and like hitting on him. i like, just, I could see someone doing that. So
0: I said the creepy cruiser isn't does has no perception. Of knowing that, that <laughs> I, I said this, obviously that is a man. How it's, is, because then Creepy Cruiser goes up after finding out it's a man and kills him. Well, so I, I didn't think, understand that.
1: I think that death was specifically, because in the beginning it, it would introduce that character, um, his name was Toby, um, as like, you know, turning heads in the restaurant. Everyone was like, oh my God, so beautiful. All that, like literally turning heads and owning their own self and self-worth. And the reason that they went and I think that pushed them towards the killer was them, you know, not getting any attention throughout the night and being like, oh, I hate men because they're so superficial, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then taking off the wig and being like, no, look, I'm actually a man. I'm not. Um, I'm not doing this. And then even then, the creepy cruiser wasn't turning around to, to kill him. The creepy cruiser didn't do that until literally the character was like, I'm never dressing in drag again. So he's denying himself and his identity and like whatever that may be. Um, I feel like that that's that's kind of what led to that okay. death, um, just thematically. Um, but I, I mean- also, this-
0: I also thought maybe that- Once he got the ID with the address, then he was thinking, oh, even though I don't know how he would know this, he lives with uh, Detective Final Boy. I didn't even know that Detective Final Boy lived with all of them. I just knew he lived with the bisexual dude because he was like, oh, it's my
1: roommate. Um, After we learned that he was a bisexual man. Yeah. Which I am very glad that they they included that as an identity there. Um, I mean, the movie is a little dated if you do watch it. Um, in that uh, they use some words that are no longer relevant um, that don't aren't used anymore um, as such as um, how they reference a transgender person. Um, one of them like references, oh, we're not going to any more of those. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, so like it is a little dated in its terminology and stuff, but again, it's like it's 14 years ago. Yeah, um, so it is it's good for its time, but you know, there are some moments that we can be better. Um, but that's what it was at that moment. Um, so I don't know. Overall, overall, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I would, I would watch it again.
0: I was thinking of just uh, Nicole should watch it, and I might watch it with her again.
1: <laughs> that way, you can tell what he's doing when he's like turn around, um, and also to see if there's a Nirvana song in the beginning yes. and all the other questions that you had.
0: Well, to back off the or to go back to creepy cruiser not seeing that. Drag Queen as someone in drag. Yeah. There was a point where Drag Queen throw we don't Toby was Toby. Okay, let's let's say Toby. Uh all the other people don't have names though. Uh besides they, Thomas Middleditch. They, they 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 do all have names. I'm um, saying in this, podca- in this podcast. No, yeah, we do don't not, we don't know their names. We do not. Someone throws a baseball at a carnival game and then lifts their hands up and I said, Oh, that's that's weird that they're showcasing a woman with armpit hair in 2004 and then right away I was like no James this is this is a man so fooled me yeah I mean the
1: the I that character specifically was just very weird with the identity um because they came in and they were like oh yes this is me this this uh dressed as a as a woman and you you know, owning the sexuality and owning myself and everything. But by the end they were like, they were like, Oh, I'm never dressing in drag again. So I think that like falsehood for them, um, is what kind of led to their downfall, I guess. Um, it, it had some interesting choices with the characters because, um, as far as like, you know, gay culture goes and stuff, you do have, um, characters who are more in touch with their femininity and you have gay characters that are, um, um, you know, denying themselves and everything. So it's showing like each like s- stereotype in a way and like how they're like falling apart and that they're not accepting themselves or they're turning to drugs or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so like those were interesting things to, to do. And I think I, I saw on the Wikipedia that that's actually what the director was like, you know, trying to do. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's also his first, like it's his first like
0: slasher film, it's like his first Film, I Which think. for a slasher movie, this was very. I enjoyed it. The, yeah, of course. Like the kills could have been more intricate. W- yeah. in, when it comes to 2004, you know, I think Freddy versus Jason just came out. That was a huge budget movie. I, but <laughs> I love uh, that movie. <laughs> we we just watched it uh, a few weeks ago. Nicole was wanting to watch slasher movies. Mm-hmm. I I had bought those a little bit ago. We also tried watching. Friday the 13th part 3D and with this glasses on we got maybe two scenes into it and said this is hurting our eyes and not (laughs) enough payback
1: that that happens with all those like 3D
0: movies more notes more notes it's not until later in the movie I feel the lady cop in the beginning is is his sister I didn't get that right away
1: I think she I think it's it's mentioned okay um I think it's mentioned towards the beginning i mean well, when did
0: when did you find it i found out at the when he went back to the station but maybe i wasn't paying attention because i was too busy mind-boggling <laughs> about how insensitive she was she yeah. shows him the photos and says make is making jokes about it
1: yeah and she's like isn't that where the necrophilia joke comes in yeah I, her. Th- yeah I think
0: she said it and then once he there's crimes there's mugshots that he's printing off and she yeah. says ooh you're gonna go jacket later. Well,
1: the thing about the mugshots and I actually wrote it down. I was like he's like clicking through these mugshots and like printing them off. Like he's looking through Tinder profiles. He's like yeah, let's see what man out
0: there has committed crimes but might be gay. I let's do it. If I were watching this with Nicole we would have paused to read the descriptions because I swear one of them said molest a family. Oh, my God. I was like, how do you... This person has molested... Mol, he molested an entire family. You hear about people murdering an entire family. Oh, my God. Okay, so originally I was thinking maybe Creepy Cruiser, the killer, was One of Jake's. Those. No, well, oh, I was thinking it was Jake's boyfriend. Oh, Because the, he has yeah. that... He said, hey... I'm covering this up, his name. name yeah, with angel wings. He's a devil. But yeah. then maybe if we read off some of those mugshot descriptions, maybe we would have seen, seen which something. one. Yeah, maybe. Or if we look back, maybe one's jacked with some piercing black eyes. <laughs> uh, maybe with a kind of tan skin like the killer. I wrote down he, when he was in the apartment chasing him, he looked like a sexy minotaur. <laughs> he did with those, like, those horns on top, yeah. just like, yeah.
1: Um, That was, that was also, that was, that was, that was a fun scene where he's just, like, staring in the mirror. Condoms. I hate them, but they keep us safe. And then, like punching towards the mirror and all that stuff before getting stabbed
0: and lifted off the ground. We were saying, uh, just go punch the curtain, <laughs> punch the curtains, punch, P- punch the shower curtains. You have a plus six to curtains. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the, that was one of the annoying things with like, uh, the killer is after that scene where the, the guy that we presumed was dead shows up and knocks the, the killer out. Um, and then the protagonist just runs away. It's like, why he's on the ground, like knocked out cold, just like, you know, he carries Jake. Why? No, I, no, no. Before, before he carries Jake out, whenever the killer is still oh, on the floor, knocked okay. out where he's just like, he's like, I'll be right back. Hold on. And he goes to oh, try, yeah, to, try to find we the thought phone. He
0: creepy cruiser killed him, but obviously he didn't. Creepy Cruiser wasn't smart either. None of no, these people were no smart. One, no one in the movie was smart. Who is Creepy Killer? Please let us know, Twitter, if you know who Creepy Killer was. Creepy Cruiser. No idea. Oh, yeah. Creepy Cruiser. Or I Sexy saying. Devil Man. What or, is that what they called him? I don't know. Ma- no, I think we were just calling him that. <laughs> he was a... Uh, One of the Minotaurs from Final Fantasy VIII. (laughs) (laughs) They they carry around sickles, right? I think that's what their job is—harvesting
1: that wheat. Yeah,
0: that's oh, he's harvesting harvesting the wheat outside a Balam garden.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love Final Fantasy VIII. (laughs) That is a good game. Um, Did you have any other? Do you have any other notes? I Um, have
0: so many notes. Uh, Oh, the lieutenant asked. Detective Final Boy, oh, did you know these gay guys? Assuming all gay guys know each other. We all know each other. In a world, in a setting where everyone, we meet maybe three straight people this entire movie. His sister, the lieutenant, and the guy who asks Toby, ooh, how'd you get those sexy legs? And then he turns around and says, I'm a dude. I got them from soccer. That was... I got them from soccer.
1: It's like, I, okay, all right.
0: That one drag queen in the beginning, while Detective Final Boy was trouncing around the streets, says, I love a man in blue. And then I <laughs> went on, I looked over to Corwin and I said, Remember when blue lives mattered? <laughs> As a joke, uh, those, <laughs> those, but blue ass sure does matter all the time. <laughs> I said a blue a blue cock, but uh, blue balls never matter. Am I right? <laughs> they
1: matter to some, I guess. Maybe
0: uh, some ball busters. <laughs> I love edging. Uh, this is staying in. <laughs> yeah okay first, once i got comfortable with corwin corwin and i worked together that's how we know each other mm-hmm. uh the first time i ever got comfortable with him and i knew i was comfortable enough with him we were complaining about a customer or something going on and i lean over to him and i just go they're a bunch of cucks, aren't they <laughs> it was something along those lines i Said cuck, and he laughed, and I said, "Corwin's a good guy." <laughs> I just roll with it. It's whatever. It's funny if it's
1: funny, and I just don't laugh if it's not.
0: When we are introduced to the cool guy Jake, uh-huh. he just blood running oh down to that. Oh my god, tramp stamp. that was
1: so weird. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't know if you've ever gotten a tattoo before. I have I've not. got, I've got a tattoo. Technically, three tattoos. There was not that much blood at
0: all. I don't even think I, like, really had any blood. Uh, he was either... Jake is either a hemophiliac, which we now know he's not because no, he... No, because w- he got stabbed. Yeah, and, and he, he's fine. Yeah. Tattoo artist is a bad tattoo artist. Yeah. It was, like, literally
1: a giant, giant drip of blood, like, rolling down his back. That the tattoo artist then, like, sensually was like, oh, yeah, let's sop this up with my yeah. finger.
0: That's- oh, okay. So I had this written down of just saying detective final boy can't shoot hoops, but then we now know that he can't shoot at all. No, he,
1: he was first talking about like, whenever he first was like, oh, what's happened? I'm not on the force. He was like, oh, I had an issue with my eye, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, the way he like said it and the way that scene was like happening, I was like, he doesn't have an issue with his eye. Um, But then later we see the killer like stab him in the eye and we're like, oh, 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 he, he, He has a glass eye. That eye is fake. So he really just can't shoot. But the thing about Detective Final Boy, we just couldn't figure out what he was actually to the police department. He doesn't have a uniform and he's just like working the desk and like printing out random pictures. You said he's the Gina Linetti of Linetti of their office. Yeah, he's just their like civilian contractor
0: assistant person. Which, Um, before we realized that, that he wasn't a cop or even a detective, I did say he is not a good cop and has no stees with men. (laughs) It just seems so weird. I thought initially he was going to be a suave guy. Uh He is not. Not at all. But,
1: and it's so, like, I'm like, nope, that's, that doesn't seem real. (laughs) Because he's got, like, the Superman Clark Kent kind of look going on. Oh, yeah. Um, which I did look up all those characters because I was like, have any of them been in anything? None of them. I think the um, the one that you called the young one. Um, Thomas Middleditch.
0: Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, he's in some vodka commercials now. <laughs> I think he's in uh, something, but that's, that's it. Uh, one of the craziest things in this movie is when bisexual guy, we meet him, and the girl leans out. She says... I swear I'm 18, I can prove it. Yeah. Why?
1: That was was very strange.
0: None of us were thinking she was under the age of 18.
1: No, and like, what? I mean, what's the point of that besides like shaming the sexualization of a bisexual man, Um, which, you know, already society like tends to deny that that exists anyway. It was a very strange thing uh, to happen. Um, Definitely agree with you on that.
0: I did I touched on it, but I said this town is more gay than the town in Rick and Steve, the happiest gay couple on the earth. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It's it's a weird show. I thought it was I thought it was going to be a hilarious show. It's it's not. Is it just something on like YouTube or like No, it was on either Bravo or a station like Bravo.
1: Oh, That's I, I have never heard of that. So I guess I've got something more. <laughs> I've got another terrible thing to look up.
0: Eventually, we're going to uh, <laughs> do that on this podcast. Yes. Uh, what else do I got? I have so many notes. I know. Me too. The trick or treat grab bags that they got were just filled with condoms and lube they were asking yes what'd you get oh i got pineapple they
1: all got pineapple lube and they were upset about it Uh,
0: who who's gonna use a green condom (laughs) uh someone into
1: trolls obviously and orcs but someone said they got a scratch and sniff
0: manhole cover and i was like what the hell is that it's probably a sticker for your bum (laughs) that smells good Or like a butt plug. It might be a butt plug with... Scratch and sniff on the bottom. Yeah. It's, you know... uh, If it doesn't exist, it will now. The top of it is like a a cork material. You know those (laughs) sticks that you put in oils and then the oils (laughs) seep in? At, after each use you just dip it in those oils <laughs> let it seep in so next time you're ready to go no one try
1: that at home please don't try <laughs> that but this is also delving into the territory of when I f- was first telling Monse about us doing a podcast I don't know if she told you this um but she was like I was like oh yeah we're doing a pos- podcast about gay and LGBT movies and she was like what and a train was coming by and I said it again and then she was like huh? And then after, <laughs> after like she finally got it, she was like, oh, I thought you said you're doing, you're watching gay porn with James. And I was like, no, I'm open not. to it.
0: If, if there is an <laughs> NC 17 movie that shows like a blow job, at least bring it to us. There's,
1: I mean, I'm sure they exist because this kicked off a bunch of thriller slashers. And I'm sure there are more that go into the nitty gritty, um stuff with you know jason impaling someone on a bed together let's do it like i'm
0: sure those movies exist uh what else do i got oh can he be impersonating a cop did they give him the authority (laughs) to do that well he was so he
1: works for the police department and then the captain was like what are you doing tonight and he's like i'm hanging out with my friends obviously um and the captain was like well i need you to do me a favor and pass out these flyers and then he was like, oh, can I use my dad's uniform? So it I guess he got like permission to do it since it's Halloween. That's a
0: bad captain or lieutenant, yeah. whatever he is. <laughs> He's
1: just like, ah, your dad died. I'm, Yeah, I'll let you use it. Your sister works here. It's, it's fine. It's
0: insane. When they were all going to the party and they were in the Jeep, uh-huh. they passed by some bikers. And I thought those bikers were having sex on the bike <laughs> mid they cruising. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it, but
1: the, the bikers, one of them had like a skull helmet that I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Because he yeah. was like, it was like
0: straight up moving. I, um, well, I think it was a skull mask. Yeah, it was a skull yeah. mask.
1: And it was like, the way it moved was just better than most masks that yeah. I've seen like that. That
0: person brought that mask that, to That set. person
1: was like, um, excuse me, director, I'm an extra, but I also have this mask. Yeah. That they I made by were, hand
0: the that mask was not in the budget (laughs) not at all i
1: I think it had i don't even know what the budget was it was not super i thought i read that it
0: was like maybe forty eight thousand.
1: yeah something like that i'm pretty i've got it up somewhere
0: brains Um, equal largest sex organ that is something they said in this movie really yeah i did not hear that the when they were talking about skull fucking oh my god they said well the brain is the largest sex organ which i guess in a way it is it does trigger your sexual desires yes i mean it it does yes i guess
1: have all of that it's also warm and mushy (laughs) (laughs) again please don't do that at home uh leave brains in skulls they deserve to be there IMDb has a 5.5 out of 10 rating and it's got a 43 meta score.
0: You said when they were trying to proposition the, the creepy cruiser in the forest, you said that they cat called him away.
1: Yeah, they straight up. That was the funniest thing to me. They were so aggressive and like. <laughs> and like flirting with him that they cat called him away
0: <laughs> it was like
1: they mooned him they were like they were going all in
0: on him and he left what the only thing they could have done more is spread their butt cheeks and said <laughs> it's right here for
1: you i mean they practically did that it was their okay their opening weekend they did 45 they made 45k okay um, that's what i was, was thinking 187k I'm not sure why it doesn't have it. I'm not sure why it doesn't have it like right there.
0: The budget. Um, yeah. On Sometimes IADB. people don't publish the budget, so I, you can kind of say, "Hey, it was a critical success, even though we didn't make the budget back."
1: Yeah. I mean i th- I feel like <laughs> I feel like with what it was, they definitely probably made the budget back. But then again, they had like giant party scenes and like yeah. all this other stuff in it,
0: so. Who knows? We know this film, though, had a corporate sponsor, Starbucks. (laughs) When they're at the party on a street corner, you can see a Starbucks sign, which (laughs) was not approved. I'm surprised they didn't blur that out.
1: Yeah, it (laughs) straight up can just see that. It took two years to film. Features original as well as licensed songs by queer Core bands, nickname and the Normals, which was probably one of those bands that I was like, I can't. Can I, I actually
0: anything. have a note about that? Is new metal gay? Because that in no the idea. that club scene where you said I don't understand any of these lyrics that this guy is performing. Uh huh. It is that a gay band? I yeah, I think so. I think um,
1: I think it has. Oh, it's actually got a bunch. I stopped reading. So, Queer Core Bands, Nickname and the Normals, Best Revenge, Pansy Division, and $3 Bill.
0: Maybe th- that's probably $3 Bill.
1: I don't know. And it it actually does say it's got equal doses of club tracks and corn Style Nu
0: Metal. Corn. Oh, I was... Nice. I am on the ball today. <laughs> I was
1: I was not even paying attention to what the ball was. Um, But that's just because, again, I don't actually listen to some of the songs
0: well speaking Um, of the new metal band and that scene i put down a thing that the singer says to thomas middleditch he says just go with it it'll be fine which is not something you should say to anyone no no but then they it's very insensitive that chainsaw stuff because someone in the gay community, two people were murdered the previous night. Yeah. Just cancel that from your set. You yeah. can, it would be easier to not do that than to do that.
1: Yeah. That, that was a weird scene to have. And I thought actually, I thought they were going to kill, uh, that guy. Yeah. Um, on the table right there. I thought that the devil man was going to show up and just like, you know, slices that off right there. You know, it didn't happen then, but I was expecting it. I'm also looking through here and it says that there's various stereotypes. The drag queen, the leather man, and the sex addict. So I guess the young one was the leather man.
0: Which he said it wasn't his costume anyway. Yeah, and he
1: was having trouble getting it on in the beginning. Like that was, and that was such an introduction to him where it was like typical, like, Innocent type, um, because he was like trying to put on this sexy costume with this just like basically like cod piece sort of thing, like showing just covering just covering the essentials. Um, and he was like, I'm stuck, I can't get it on. And then the the protagonist, um, detective uh detective whatever uh was you know trying Final to Final Boy, Detective Final Boy was trying to help him put it on and he just made him put on jeans.
0: Also, um, it up. does he even get the top part of his costume? Still, is an on right, correct? Because it looked like it was lopsided the entire I, time.
1: I think it was on right. I think he was just too small to fit in it correctly. Okay, that makes um, sense. But and then I think that's also why the the bottom, the bottom piece didn't work because okay. it was made for someone larger. So his his friend. Um, was trying to, you know, help him put it on, which one of the things I did like about the movie and like their friendship and everything is that they were very like, you know, before they went off and did their various things and ended up dying, uh, they were like protective of each other. Yeah. Like the bisexual, like sex addict one went and helped the the young one. He was like, no, like, like, oh, yeah. come here. like and they were,
0: they were very protective of each other. And even um, the, until they separated. the drag person said, hey, I'm off the market tonight. So you guys are good. And Thomas Middleditch said, oh, thank you so much. I can. That means I might have a chance tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote down a kill hasn't happened in a while. And that was yeah. 37 minutes in
1: it literally it from that first scene where they died all the way to like the first death of that Thomas Middleditch. It uh, was about
0: 40 minutes. It
1: was in so long. In an 84 minute movie. Yeah. Like halfway through we didn't get any any slasher or anything. Um, so I guess that was like an attempt to like sort of build up the suspense, especially showing the creepy cruiser like following them around. Like, oh, yeah showing them in the forest though they called him away he did come right
0: back and yeah. then they ran off um, I did I liked that because you even commented who do you think's going to die first and yeah. none of us knew who it was going to be yeah. cuz they kept going back and forth to each person separated from the group and you're thinking oh this is when they're going to die and it doesn't happen
1: yeah at first i thought it was definitely going to be the bisexual dude um because i thought that he would you know run away or not run off but like go off with like some some random dude um instead of like sticking with his friends but he actually like stuck with his friends until he left thomas middleditch's character um and then that's when that one died but like before that, I thought it was definitely going to be him.
0: Okay. The most insane thing in this movie, and it's with Thomas Middleditch, the football player that he is with and wants to get with said, hey, my friends and I are going to meet up for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I'll ditch them. Ditch them in the morning and you guys hang out in the morning? Or are they going to hang out tonight and they'll get, did breakfast in the did, morning i have, I have no, no idea. idea just invite thomas Middleditch to the breakfast <laughs> i like they were
1: still calling him thomas Middleditch. but yeah it like he straight up was like i didn't expect him to show up again um uh, because he just kind of wrote him off he was like oh thanks for your number thanks for your number um like also who does it who who gets a number and then like gives a number unless you're like just literally handing over your phones to like put it in. Like normally I would think that he would just like text him, but I guess yeah. there's no texting. Um, or like call. Yeah.
0: Remember 2004. <laughs> 2004
1: just like call and be like, Hey, this is the blah, 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 whatever his face is. He knew his name though, because he had his number before. Yeah. Um, which was the funny thing is like, Oh, I have his number, but I need him to give me his number. It's like, Okay. That's
0: a little creepy, but I do like how his friends turn to enjoy Thomas Middleditch by saying, oh, he has pre-printed cards. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, Which is
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've actually thought about doing that a few times because there have been a number of times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to give someone my number, but I'm like, I don't I don't have a business card, so I can't do that.
0: Just print out QR codes and it goes to your Instagram or Facebook. So then people can just like you on those apps. And they can just
1: like DM me there. I can put on one side Corwin. That's all you need to know.
0: Do a a QR code to just your Tinder profile.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to match with me. That means I have to actually get on Tinder and swipe. Okay. Uh, to your uh, plenty of fish,
0: I- isn't that one?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have one of those. Um, I do have some of the other stuff. but I like,
0: had one, either the fish one or the Okay Cupid one. I had.
1: Yeah, they all just like I lose interest so fast because I'm just like, oh yeah, cool, you can swipe, but then I'm like, mm, there's
0: not, there's there's you match with people and then they just don't talk. I didn't have a smart device until a year ago, so I never would have had any of those apps. And I've been off the market for five years. So, yeah, you have no no reason. Um, when Nicole and I got together, I had her make a Many Fish or Plenty Fish, whatever it was uh-huh. called, just to see how well we matched. And it was like 87% and I felt good about that.
1: (laughs) Nice. Even like, because OkCupid does have that like, oh, you match them by whatever percent. Like there's quite a few people on there that I've matched with like over 90%. I'm like, "Mm, I don't no Thanks.
0: Um, You should also be able to just, they should ask you, What's your political leaning? <laughs> that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to immediately cross out everyone, <laughs> even though, hey, unless like someone's like slightly leaning one way, it's fine to date someone like that.
1: i just like, I'll just slowly nudge you to actually
0: have empathy. That would be nice. Yes. If, you know, someone is socially left, but economically right, that's fine the other way around no, no. <laughs> who is who is socially republican but economically they're like yeah yeah, yeah just i i'm very xenophobic but yeah free healthcare
1: <laughs> I, I mean there have been moments where i've talked to people that i've been like you know i have a bad habit of just asking people questions um to like you know, whenever they're talking about their political leanings and stuff, I'm just like, okay, so why not? Like, why can't we have free healthcare? Like, why? 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 Yeah. And they, they like struggle to answer sometimes. So like that would, that would be hilarious to talk to someone like that and do that. But yeah, we got to vote tomorrow. That's the day that we're recording this. Yes. There's there's a day before day before voting.
0: Wait, today is Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Today's Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. I oh okay I'm going to leave off on this one last thing when Detective Final Boy and Jake were starting to make love Uh-huh I was just like smooch already why aren't you smooching yes.
1: and I like I sort of I sort of understand why they weren't doing that um because a lot of like I feel like smooching is like it's an intimate thing um, and you have this, like, cool dude that's like, oh, I'm not going to smooch because, you know, just trying to hook up. And um, I just got a tattoo put on my body to remove someone else's name. Yeah, um, Who is um, Creepy Cruiser? Maybe Creeper Cruiser. That's who we're going to say it is. But, yeah, I it, that also was a weird moment. It was like he just kept trying to kiss him, and he the
0: cool dude was like, nah. Yeah, it was awkward and also... I felt uncomfortable. It was very rough and it didn't seem like Detective Final Boy wanted to be rough.
1: Oh, oh yeah. The cool dude was being very, very rough.
0: Well, hey man, he's got sunglasses, leather jacket, cigarette, motorcycle without a helmet.
1: Without a, yeah, yeah.
0: He can jump a fence and
1: then he can jump the fence
0: back. Yeah, and those are the hard fences that have the slates in them. So, yeah, you so you get can't into get into the, the chain link things. Yeah. So you just it's all upper body. We're just throwing yourself over. Do you think maybe uh Jake, maybe he's a little amphibious, got some uh little suction cups on his fingers? <laughs> he's actually Spider Man. Oh um, my god. Can, Spidey himself.
1: Spidey himself. He can sling all those webs. If you spell Jake
0: backwards. It spells Peter Parker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. That's definitely how you spell Peter Parker. It's E K A J done. Peter Parker. If
0: you flip, hold on, hold on. Let (laughs) let me show this to you. It's like an
1: entire, it's like the the, the Da Vinci code that you're going through right now. This is how we make Jake into
0: Peter Parker. Jake. And then think of that in a mirror so it's flipped reverse. It says Spider Man. (laughs) You just said it said Peter Parker. (laughs) <laughs> definitely uh do you have any closing thoughts
1: um my only closing thoughts is i'm excited to watch more gay movies yes. and i'm glad that i got to watch this one for the first time um here to see like what
0: this was about i loved it and i also i loved the running time it was quick to the point, that's yeah. how like comedies and slap and horror movies should be. It yeah. doesn't need a lot of
1: It doesn't need to be the th- the trilogy of the Hobbit. Like it doesn't need to be like all of that.
0: Unless or- it's like Jackass 2. I wish that were longer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I don't even think I've watched
0: that. I don't want it to be. I've longer. seen Jackass, Jackass one point five, Jackass two, Jackass two point five, Jackass three D, and Jackass three point five. <laughs> I've seen how them many all. do they have? I th- that's I all think of them. I think that's all of them. There might not be a one point five. I. Like, why go half? Why go half? Why it's go just 0.5s? they had more footage, so they um, were able to just put out an they entire were like, DVD of it. They
1: were like, actually, this is still the first movie, but we have, like, way more, yes. so here yep. you go. Do you have anything to plug? Um, Right now, no, Um, surprisingly enough. I'm sure by the next one, I will maybe have something. Fingers crossed. Because um, right now, I'm just, you know, doing the... Not quite nine to five, but nine to five and not doing anything
0: else. I remember those days, but I'm out of it. I'm self-employed, very uh, nervous of not getting any finances in order. (laughs) But I have a lot of things to plug. Plug away. I I have two other podcasts. One is Mostly Speak and Sentai. That is a podcast where my betrothed and I, Nicole, we have our friends over to watch the Super Sentai series, which is the source material for Power Rangers. Our friends have never seen it before, so we're pretty much giving them the first introduction unless they've seen Power Rangers before. It's a fantastic show, but also the podcast, the name Mostly speak in Sentai, we are mostly speaking about it, but we go on long tangents about things like me seeing a kid yo-yo And thinking, wow, I wish I were that cool. (laughs) Or a kid skateboarding outside at midnight by a train stop and thinking, one, where does this kid live? Where are his parents? Or her. It was a she just trying to aggressively ollie. And then me thinking, I wish I were that kid because they're cool. (laughs) Uh, We discuss the fashion sense of the villains. We go very in-depth, but you don't need to see the show. However, it's it's streaming for free on many services, services you don't need to pay for, you don't need to sign up for. So check us out, Mostly Speak in Sentai. We're on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify. That's a big one that, you know, if you're just a casual podcast listener, Spotify. Everyone pretty much has it now. You can follow us at MSS Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Go to Twitter, that's where I'm the most active, but also on Instagram at MSS Podcast. My other podcast, I'll get there, is with our friends Courtney and Monse. Yes. They make they did the stupid thing. I was just producing the podcast, but they forced uh, me on the microphone and of said course. I was a third member. I'm getting that 33%. That's a joke I make every time I promote this podcast. <laughs> However, I deserve that 33%. They spend an hour and a half a week on it, but after my hour and a half recording, I'm mixing that for another two and a half hours, promoting it, uploading it, all of that jazz. I'm, I earned that other... <laughs> uh, 23 percent that i'm getting now of zero dollars we haven't made any money on it but when it does 33 for updates on that it's also on all the podcasting platforms but follow at marshland media which is where you can find updates about this podcast right now unless we decide to get a twitter handle get its
1: own twitter handle
0: which i'm sure we will and it'll probably be in the details uh, when this is actually released absolutely all right well thank you for listening I've been James I've been Corwin thank you so much have a great day, <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> 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 Hi, my name's James. And my name is Corwin. And you're listening to This Movie, movie is Gay. gay. You want to try it so we both say, This movie is gay? <laughs> it always, it's still. Yeah, it was, <laughs> Nicole and I have recorded like nine episodes of Mostly Speaking Sentai, and we say, and we are mostly speaking Sentai. The Mostly Speaking Sentai, we say both each other, and Nicole still <laughs> forgets to say it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right.